The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes to our listeners around the world in the United Kingdom, Canada, and Trinidad, and in the states of Massachusetts, Ohio, and Washington. Welcome, and thank you all for your continuing support, because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. And now your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul. As you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine it is through this connection that miracles occur like unexpected healing healthy relationships peace and wealth so please use these tips my tip for this week is in honor of our topic today Carry rose quartz. Rose quartz is emotionally healing in a gentle way. Wear a piece of rose quartz jewelry or carry a small piece with you in your pocket or purse. Merlin and other healers, sometimes called wizards or witches, knew about crystals, herbs, and other natural methods for healing the body, mind, and emotions. Even Moses used the essential oil frankincense and Mary used myrrh. Today we refer to these methods as new age, but they are really very old ways of healing that are being revived today. Healers and others of these earlier times had no difficulty expressing their creativity. 
In fact, it was a requirement for survival. There was no judgment. Today, we freeze up when someone asks us to be creative. And that's why the next workshop I'm doing is called Creativity is Self-Expression. Creative expression comes from the right side of the brain, not from the conscious mind, and is as necessary today as it was in earlier times, maybe even more so. It helps to keep the brain active and helps to prevent dementia and Alzheimer's. Also, when I consult with companies on creativity and innovation, I even recommend that they stock their rooms with crayons, Play-Doh, and other simple materials to encourage creativity. It gives the mind a rest and allows employees to return after their break with new energy and a fresh perspective that increases efficiency and productivity. Experiencing creativity as play also helps to reduce the fear that most people feel when they are asked to be creative. All children are naturally creative. Even Picasso said, Every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist as he grows up. This is because as we grow up, we develop inhibitions, fears, and doubts that block us, seal us off from our innate creative self-expression. Creativity takes many forms like writing, art, music, dance, cooking, juggling, and so on. With my help, you will get what you need, and many people will have major breakthroughs that had eluded them until now. We all have our own creative self-expression. Come and unleash yours. In our time together, you will dissolve the hidden blocks to your creativity, discover your unique creative self-expression, move effortlessly from inhibition to freedom, master new techniques to come, take home with you, leave with new insights, purpose, and energy. As Michelle Walter, a coach and counselor who was a previous participant, wrote, Dr. Paula's workshop helped me get in touch with my own unique style of creativity. Through well-thought-out explorative processes, she encouraged me to express myself fully and authentically without judgment. What a gift. We'll be at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas this Sunday, July 17th. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area. And looking ahead, mark your calendars for August 21st when I'll be teaching Introduction to Tarot, Oracle, and Insight Cards and October 16th for Creating Financial Abundance. For those of you who want a more positive and fulfilling life, I have a powerful recommendation immediately upon waking in the morning set your timer for three minutes and silently repeat these two sentences over and over again you are love as you are loved all is love as all is loved Doing this one thing will bring more positivity into your life. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. 
We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field. Last week, we spoke with Dr. Frederick Saldman, who talked with us about activating your body's natural healing powers. Thomas sent me an email immediately after the show. He simply said, great show this week. Another listener, Caroline, also sent me an immediate note saying, he was hilarious. I enjoyed the show very much. Thank you both for taking the time to write. I love knowing that my radio show is making a difference. I also really enjoyed our guest and have already started using some of the ideas he gave us. As a well-respected cardiologist and nutritionist in France, Dr. Saldman believes that we can avoid prescription drugs by paying attention to our lifestyle. By understanding what the body needs, we can live longer, healthier, happier lives without drugging ourselves. For a medical doctor to advocate this approach to health is unusually is unusual and greatly appreciated. So many people have difficulty getting a good night's sleep. Dr. Saldman's Tips for good sleep include taking a cold shower before bed, which has the added bonus of burning 250 calories and releasing endorphins that he says is like morphine without the addictive qualities. Also drinking less than an ounce of cherry juice twice a day, keeping your room cold at night, and even going to sleep with an ice bag for the most restful sleep, and keeping the room absolutely dark. I use an eye pillow to cover my eyes at night, which blocks out all light. I've been doing this for years. I use one with lavender seeds in it, which helps to relax the body so you can sleep better. And it also brings good luck. Dr. Saldman even told men what to do instead of taking Viagra. And there are no side effects. No negative ones anyway, but lots of positive ones, including better sex. One additional fun fact, having sex 12 times a month can increase your lifespan by 10 years. Now that should be something we all want to implement. To listen to this fascinating conversation, I encourage you to go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on radio show at the top of the navigation. You can hear this show or any others that you may have missed 
or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. My silver lining story today is about a movie I went to see over the weekend with a new friend. We decided to see The Lobster, which got rave reviews and won all kinds of awards. The trailer seemed funny and the cast was excellent. We thought we were going to have a light, enjoyable evening. Well, not exactly. Although it started off great, we decided to get a bite to eat first, had no trouble agreeing on a restaurant, and enjoyed our meals as we got to know each other. We had met sitting next to each other at a movie. Since we both like movies, we agreed to get together at another time for a movie, which turned out to be The Lobster. Over dinner, we realized that we had both left abusive marriages and were currently single. So all seemed to be going well until we got a little way into the movie and realized that it was not a humorous movie. And in fact, it was about abuse. By the end, I was comparing it to Lord of the Flies. Not very funny. We joked about the possibility of having bad dreams as a result of this movie, which in actuality we both did. For both of us, it brought up some uncomfortable memories and unprocessed feelings. I chose to use it as a gift. This year in particular, it is really important for all of us to get rid of all of the fears and negativity that we had been working on releasing over the past eight years. This year is a nine year in numerology, and as such, it is a year of endings, the end to this nine year cycle. Thus, it is essential that we complete whatever is still unresolved in order to move into the number one year in January with a clean slate and more positivity and more good energy and more good luck to begin the new year. That's a tall order, especially for me since I left my spouse 12 years ago and have spent the last few years deep in my own healing, letting go of all of the anger and fear and feelings of helplessness and hopelessness that I had for my whole life. It's been a lot to accomplish, but I was ready for it. Every time something like this movie comes into my life, it helps me go deeper into my healing. I can tell by the intensity and duration of my reaction how far along I am in my healing. This time it processed through very quickly. I saw the movie Monday night, which interestingly enough was Independence Day here in the United States. And by Tuesday, night, I was deleting photos and making decisions about how I was going to handle current family members who are also abusers. Since some of them are part of my nuclear family, this had been very difficult for me. I now know what I need to do for my own well-being, and I'm just fine with it. I'm no longer concerned about how they will respond or about what they or others will think. I'm finally coming from a place of full self-empowerment where my well-being is more important than theirs. 
having released this last layer of pain and having made these decisions, I have more energy than I can remember. I am choosing to continue the process I began a month ago when the family was together, only this time with even stronger boundaries. I am learning unconditional love while keeping my boundaries. It's a challenging line to walk, but I already feel the letting go within my mind, emotions, and body. They have their life path and lessons to learn. What I can do is stay connected should they ever decide to have a healthy relationship. I can't force them to change and I don't want to leave the family. What's left for me then is staying connected with no expectations for change but an openness to that possibility. I have done what I can to affect change but in the end we all have free will and that includes them. Having made peace with that, I can now use my energy for my own life. The discomfort of sitting through that two-hour movie allowed me to feel some of the feelings that were still buried. In doing so, I was able to release them, make healthy decisions, and create room for new joy and happiness. In fact, on Wednesday, I went to see a real comedy in order to fill the space where the sadness and anger had been with laughter and positive energy. That was a big silver lining. This is where I would usually introduce our guest for the day. Unfortunately, Graham Phillips has the flu. To curb your disappointment, I'm treating you to a reading from the book I'm writing entitled Tango, the Dance of Life. I've talked about Argentine tango on previous shows and a popular show that I did with Christy Cody was all on Argentine tango. It has helped me heal from abuse, learn how to trust, and change my life. I take you through part of that journey in this chapter titled Trust. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my play shop, Creativity of Self-Expression, or to schedule one in your area. Then click on Store to purchase my ebook. 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment, and go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back for your first glimpse into my new book. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission dr paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you she has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability with dr paula you will find common ground in innovative solutions start now with a free consultation call dr paula the life doctor today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners. And as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, please call one 472 5795 or send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please also let me know what's on your mind and heart. I hope you wrote down if there are people in your life who often hurt your feelings. And now I'm going to read my chapter on trust from my book, currently in process, Tango, The Dance of Life. As I got more connected to me and the spiritual realm, I could no longer stay in my marriage, hide my gifts, allow people to be disrespectful to me, put others' needs first, 
to my detriment. Some people say it took a lot of courage to leave a marriage after 36 years, risk losing close family relationships, take a Polynesian island cruise alone, go to tango festivals and cruises alone, write a book, and, and, and. In truth, I didn't feel courageous because my actions came from a deep sense of knowing that I was safe and capable of meeting the challenge. Right timing is so important. People would say you have to go to Buenos Aires or you aren't getting the full tango experience. I knew they were wrong. I had to wait until I was ready to take full full advantage of the experience. Otherwise, it could have backfired on me. Buenos Aires cannot be taken lightly. Going into the authentic tango milieu can destroy a woman's self-confidence. If she's not skilled at tango, knowledgeable about the culture and rules of the dance and able to connect heart to heart, With all of this learning, I was able to have a successful trip and come home even stronger. Learning to trust our own knowing, the still small voice within, is challenging in our logical, action-oriented society, especially when you're healing from abuse. Getting quiet enough to hear myself and to trust myself over the loud negative voices in my head and life was a goal of mine for over 20 years. Reclaiming all the lost parts of me took patience, persistence, and time. I began a process, an initiation of sorts to cleanse my mind, body, and spirit of all negativity and all blockages that would prevent me from connecting with and hearing my authentic self. I had to let go of the negative self talk, my low self-esteem, and the glasses half-empty way of seeing the world. I had to change and kick out the voices in my head and the people in my life who were interested in keeping me down. Guillermo Merlot and Fernanda Gee, two wonderful tango teachers, would wisely say, take your space. The problem was I didn't know what my space was. Where did it begin and end? What did it look like? How did it feel? What was its smell and taste and how how should I fill it? What made it uniquely mine or more importantly, how could I make it uniquely mine? Of course, that's the journey. It's not an event and it can't really be taught. It must be discovered as each person gets to know themselves and becomes comfortable in their own skin. Then when you truly take your space, it's with a self-confidence and knowing that was not predictable or measurable. The power and beauty of it is then obvious to everyone. Part of that journey is learning to set boundaries so that no one invades your space mentally, emotionally, or physically. This was one of my biggest challenges. I had to learn self-respect and putting my needs over other people's needs. The me who had been taught to be a good girl, don't ever hurt anyone's feelings, even if it's to keep yourself safe was mortified at the thought of saying no to a man who I didn't want to dance with. These were men who physically hurt me or used the dance to send sexual energy, touch me inappropriately, or make lewd comments or proposition me. 
As in life, tango has its share of abusers, sometimes teachers and sometimes fellow dancers. The opportunity for abuse stems from the culture of tango, just like it stems from our cultural societal norms about the role of women. The abuse can be blatant or private, subtle and confusing. The man is often a teacher or a good dancer, so you think it was an accident or you imagined it. No one talks about these things. And you don't want to lose status by refusing someone with a good reputation. Eventually, I chose to let people think whatever they wanted. Protecting myself from harm became my top priority. I'll even walk off the dance floor now and absolute no-no in the tango culture. If someone is inappropriate or physically harmful, we must all learn not to tolerate or excuse bad behavior. Whatever positive experience you have in the moment is destroyed and replaced with feelings of being violated. It is never worth it. It's good to set boundaries from strength and self-love. If you have yourself and God, the spiritual realm, there's no one else in the physical realm who you must stay connected with. All other relationships are by choice. If you don't respect yourself, you allow others to cross your boundaries and disrespect you. Once you say enough, you truly are in charge of your space and your life. Their negative energy releases from your body and you have more room for you and for God's light and love and the fear is gone. This can often show up with a tango partner if your physical space has been previously violated. Learning to feel safe with male touch and trust again, appropriate male touch can take time and patience. First, the men you dance with need to be trustworthy. Does he hold you securely and appropriately? Does he protect you from getting hurt by other dancers? You can practice and tango what you want in life. I used to jump when somebody touched me unexpectedly, even if the touch was gentle and appropriate. I made a conscious decision to get comfortable with close embrace and tango, taking lessons and dancing three to five times a week so that I could learn what it was like to be in a safe, close embrace and relationship. Others may choose to go more slowly or maybe never do close embrace. This is always a choice. Honor yourself, stretch yourself, but don't break the rubber band. Seeing the universe as a friendly place has a huge impact on the quality of our experience. A well-meaning friend said, tango is cruel like life, to which I responded, or kind. It all depends on how you want to look at it. When I shifted to gratitude and a positive attitude, everything changed. One of the difficulties for women tango dancers is that there are always more women than men, and you are supposed to wait to be asked. Since most of the women are younger, this adds another concern for mature females. Many get discouraged and stop coming. 
others of us see this as a learning opportunity and find ways to have a successful dance evening or dance festival. When my energy is up and my thoughts are positive, I always have a good time. When I don't have the energy to create the evening I want, I know it was my responsibility. And I look for the blessings that I did receive. Then I always win. I've discovered the same thing is true about tango festivals. I've spent the last three years going to festivals during the uni- in, around the United States and in Montreal. I often got surprise comments. People had heard that it was hard to get dances at this festival or that one. From the beginning, I decided there was a way to be successful and I would find it. Here are some of the strategies that work for me in tango and in life. Show up. You don't get a dance or experience life if you're not there. Go early and stay late to the festival and every evening. That way people get to know you, your face becomes familiar, and men are comfortable asking you to dance. Remember, men have their performance fears too. Asking can be hard because they risk being turned down, even in the tango world where you make eye contact rather than asking with words or extending your hand. One man I've gotten to know actually thanked me for initiating eye contact. He said he got tired of always having to be the one to ask. Smile. It's easy and effective. Dress with self-respect and play the part of the sexy tango dancer. Get out of your comfort zone. Stand up. Be seen and be available. Don't hide. Keep looking around for a partner. Don't get discouraged. Think, I'd like to dance with you instead of, please, will you dance with pathetic me? Be an equal partner. Be someone who they want to dance with. Take charge of your experience. If a dance isn't available, choose something you enjoy. Talk to a friend or get some water. Water is often a great place to find a dance partner. Listen to the beautiful music and watch your favorite dancers. Even if you're home alone, you can find ways to entertain yourself and make your life enjoyable. Take charge. Always choose dance over talk or food. Engage. Start a conversation. Take the opportunity to sit and rest. If you're not dancing, we all need time to rest. Above all, keep your thoughts and energy positive. Tango dancers read people's auras, and all of us are sensitive to auras and energy, whether we know it or not. Stay positive. Make makes you more desirable and helps you attract the people who you want to be with. Remember something about the person you've danced with or same job or city, say hello to them by name or start a conversation the next time you see them. That lets them know that you remember them. It lets them know they were important enough for you to pay attention to and they weren't just another dance or someone who you met at a mixer, but a real person who you care about. 
Don't be aggressive. Start a light conversation like, I love dancing. If you come on too strong, it can scare them off. So just be present in a conversational and soft way. Remember, dancers and dancing is emotional. Certain music may evoke a feeling in them that they want to express with someone else, or it could just be their mood in that moment or that night. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do with you. Don't get stuck in the moment or make something out of it that will close doors and put up barriers between you and that dancer or your enjoyment or self-respect stay open for another set of dances with him or another dancer don't give up one example was when a friend said i get tired of working so hard to get dances i replied with a question would you rather sit like the other woman or would you rather do the work and get the rewards of dancing We always have a choice, and that fueled her to remember what her objective was, which was to have fun and good dances. She continued for the rest of the evening doing the work she needed to do, so she was the one on the dance floor and not the one sitting and watching and feeling sorry for herself. Don't pull on their energy. Ask them with your eyes. Don't be demanding with your eyes or entitled. Just indicate that you'd like to dance with them if you'd like to dance with them. That way you can come together in a dance where you both want to be there. And then the beauty and power will emerge in a flow and in a way that would not be possible if one of you wasn't really wanting to change in the dance in that moment. This is about taking charge of your dance experience and your experience in life. Do you want to be on the sidelines wishing you were dancing or do you want to dance that evening on the dance floor and in life? When we come back in just a couple minutes, I'm going to continue this with a story that I wrote in 1999 that relates to this particular topic. If you are just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and the reading of my chapter from my book, Tango the Dance of Life, which I'm still in the process of writing. I told you that I would continue with the story that I wrote in 1999. Here it is. Jumping empty-handed and naked into the center of the circle of life, I've skirted around the edges for a long time. Now I'm really jumping in. The wind is at my back and I'm being drawn in. There really is no choice here. The choice was made a long time ago and now is the time to actualize it. The light in the center is mesmerizing and inviting. The path is clear. No railings, barriers holding me back as protection or hindrance. Nothing is in the way. At one time I was afraid, but now it feels so right, so easy and so smooth to just let go and dive in. Just like I learned in high school where we would sit at the side of the pool, point our hands dead downward, tuck our chins, and let gravity take us into a sitting dive deep into the crystal clear water. Here the light calls me saying it's safe come just tuck your head and let gravity take you the unknown is really easier than where you've been come and play with me now the past of travail struggle and difficulty was another era this is your true destiny you've passed through the fire come to the other side where the water is cool and inviting healing the past wounds and providing a fluid protection for you flow through this next phase of your life enough talk enough thinking come with me come to me and so I did as the light beckoned and slowly gently with ease tucked my head and sailed into the center of the unknown into my future and indeed it was as wonderful and as easy as the promise Here are a few examples of my festival experiences, which was 
sailing into a wonderful experience. I learned to stay positive and helped others do the same. I was dancing with a new dancer at a festival in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and he said, when I made eye contact with him, asking him to dance, I just had a bad tango experience, and I'm beginning to doubt myself as a tango dancer. I said, don't do that ever. In later years, he got better and better, and we always enjoyed dancing together. He was really on the verge of giving up, but had the potential to be a really fine tango dancer. Somebody tried to crush his spirit, but the universe put the two of us together at that moment so I could give him the message that he should persist, not give up, to believe in himself. If he loved the dance, then he should continue to learn, and to his credit, he did, and he did become a wonderful tango dancer. It's important to remember that other women are not competition. I share tips with other women. I support them and try to help them stay positive. When someone is extremely negative, however, what I find is that I just need to leave their energy field so I don't get tainted by their negativity. At one festival in Denver, a female dancer said to me, what are the chances that I'm going to get to dance this, Malanga? Then she answered her question by saying, not good. In fact, she didn't get to dance that. Tanda, that set of dances. What I did was say to her, stay positive and expect to be surprised. Then I turned away, looked around the room and saw someone I met in Austin at a festival. I went over and started a conversation with him and he said, do you dance Malanga? We danced for the rest of that Tanda and we had such a good time that we danced the next set of dances. So in that this instance, giving her a tip and then moving on to take care of myself was best. Not making her a project of mine or getting caught in the negativity, but taking care of her the best way I could and disconnecting to take care of me. And seeing what was available to me turned into some really enjoyable dances that I didn't expect. What I actually told her to do what was what happened to me I got surprised and was very pleased at that same festival there was a woman who would point out different people and say this is a good dancer this is a bad dancer dance with him don't dance with him what I found was that her judgment didn't match my experience so there were times when initially I would listen to the judgments of other people and dance with the people who they thought were good and not dance with those who they didn't think were good I often had the opposite experience from them So someone they connected with or deemed to be good wasn't necessarily what I needed for a good experience, either because I didn't connect with that person or the way or he and I danced was such that it wasn't a good match. The fact is the only person who knows what's good for me is me. And to listen to other people's judgments is always a negative and misguides my experiences and winds up with my creating or experience what I don't want. Therefore, I have learned to avoid listening to people who start judging. And I've learned to excuse myself or to tell them I'm not really interested in hearing who's a good dancer and who's not a good dancer. Another example of how important it is for us to be positive with people 
and to look for the positive was an experience I had in Denver where I started a conversation with a man who I had never seen before. It turned out he was from Canada and he said he wasn't feeling that he was dancing very well. He was telling me that even though we were having a nice conversation that he didn't want to ask me to dance. I said, my standard for a good dance is, am I having fun? He was relieved. He said, I like that. It takes the pressure off. And then he asked me to dance a malonga, even though it was a hard dance for him, actually the hardest dance to dance, hard for him to lead and get into the feel of. So afterwards, I said, you have a good story to tell about this crazy woman who enticed you to dance Malanga at 6 a.m. in the morning. Then, very seriously and with emotion, he said, no, I'm glad we danced. So what I did inadvertently and just trying to connect with another human being to create a positive experience for both of us was to leave him with another view of himself of tango and of his relationship to tango and people our challenge in this time of increasing fear is to shift our thoughts to ones that are positive and of gratitude. This needs to be our number one priority. Changing our thoughts and acting on our new positive thoughts is essential. I remember a poster from when I was a teenager that I kept for years, and in fact, my oldest daughter hung it on her wall as well and may have even passed it on to her younger sister. The poster was was of two young children that said, today is the first day of the rest of your life. So the attitude that we bring to each day will determine the quality of our experience that day and moving forward from that day. So if someone is being negative when I'm at Tango or in life, I try to shift the conversation or ask that they not talk unkindly about that person in my presence. And if those two things don't work, I get up and leave. If people continually bring up negative conversations, I stop interacting with them in any real way. I may say hello with a couple brief words, but I won't sit down for a long conversation at their table because. I don't want to perpetuate negativity or to send negative energy out toward any individual or into the world. When we speak negatively about people, we are sending the equivalent of energy darts at them influencing their energy field and their lives in a negative way. That's not something that I want to be a part of. And spiritual wisdom tells us that negativity comes back to us. So from a purely smart perspective, I don't want to bring negativity to myself. And I don't want to harm anybody else either. My worldview is no harm to self and no harm to others. I want to create good and positivity in the world and to do it in a way that doesn't harm myself or anybody else being in the moment the thing about tango and about life is that everything is in constant motion anything can happen at any moment when it does are we ready to step to move in any direction or do we get derailed because we expected everything to stay the same or to move forward with us and are we prepared to wait in place until we know what size step we should take and in which direction do we have to be in constant motion or can we 
be still long enough to hear the inner promptings of our heart or the whisper from our guides in the spiritual realm. What is our particular unique response? Do we numb the pain with alcohol, exercise, painkillers, over-the-counter prescription drugs, complaining, television, judgment, or are we a news junkie? Do we face our life challenges and make conscious choices to do what is what we always did or to do what is good for us now? In Tango, there are rules that form a container to create the most meaningful experience on all levels, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Whether intentionally or not, the result is a container to hear yourself, your partner, and to feel the spiritual wonderment. You never know what mood or feeling will be evoked because it's unique each time, created in the moment by the kind and depth of connection of the partners to themselves, each other, and the music. I've had experiences that range from playful to sensual to being taken so deeply into the experience that I lose myself. The latter ones have been the most profound. Sometimes I get disoriented. I can't even find where I am in the room. Other times I've been transported so deeply into a spiritual space that I have to sit down and regain my connection to my body. It's as if I had become one with my partner, soul to soul. The act of separating can even be painful or a shock to my system where my body actually starts shaking. I lose my body and all there is. This is the profound experience of God's love, of spiritual love. The depth and profoundness of this level of intimacy can be frightening. Once I experienced this in Buenos Aires, fortunately, I don't speak Spanish, so no words were exchanged to destroy the purity and power of the connection. The other time was in the U.S. and the next time I saw that man, he totally avoided me. Then at the next festival, he asked me to dance but moderated the level of connection so that it felt empty. The first time he was caught by surprise, the second time he pulled back, unwilling to be that open, exposed, and vulnerable. Most, if not all of us, have been hurt. To what extent do we close down, shut off our hearts from further pain and protecting ourselves? We actually hurt ourselves. The experience of life without shared love is empty. We fill it with activity and often the illusions of love. If we allow ourselves to heal our wounded hearts, we can experience an even greater depth of God's love, of spiritual love in the moment of deep intimacy with a positive soul love mate partner. I got a glimpse of that in tango. I now know that that pure love, what that pure love feels like, and I'll recognize it when it comes to me in my life off the dance floor. And thank you for listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoy today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Then click on the link to my resources page to purchase 
my uh, to my store to purchase my books. Then learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment, 21 steps for healing the body, energy healing, the OM awakening, and the ultimate creative problem-solving process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. Click on the link to register for my next workshop, Creativity is Self-Expression. Then go to calendar of events and send me an email with your reaction to today's show, an inspirational story, or a question. I want to hear from you. Please join us next Thursday when Linda Bloom will join us to talk about healthy relationships. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week. Thank you.